Welcome to episode two of Girl Gun Cafe. I am your host, Lynn, and I am excited today to be chatting with you about how to choose a firearm to carry on you. So we're not gonna talk about home defense. We're actually gonna talk about more of a personal defense when you leave your home. Now, this firearm can also double as your home defense, but typically is not going to be as accurate at a longer distance. So let's get a couple of myths debunked straight away. So when you start your research in purchasing your first firearm, you may hear that you absolutely must have a nine millimeter. That's not the case. A caliber of 380, which is just a smaller nine millimeter round, is absolutely acceptable for personal defense and definitely will stop a threat. So we're gonna look at those two calibers, the 380, the nine millimeter. And the other thing we're going to chat about a little bit today is how you're going to carry it because that's also gonna help determine what type of firearm is gonna work for you. The other myth that I wanna talk about is you're a tiny female so you need a little gun. What? No, no, no. In fact, it's probably just the opposite because as you get into the smaller guns, they actually provide a bigger punch back on you. So especially with the semi-automatics. So with a carry firearm, I'm gonna focus today mostly on what's called a semi-automatic. So something that you see most of your military or police force carrying, what you see in the current day movies. The revolver is more like the gun you would see in the Western shows that has the little cylinder where the bullets go in, the cylinder flops out to the side to reload or unload. And, um, but today we're gonna focus on the semi-automatics because when you go to carry, they're very slim. Um, they snug up against your body very well. You can tuck them in a lot of places and that's gonna be our focus for today. So when I started doing my research on a carry firearm for myself, I am a very average, semi-athletic build. I'm busty and I have really big hands. So I was not sure even how I was going to carry a firearm, let alone which one I needed. So I joined a Facebook group and I just started reading through the comments of what everybody was carrying. And I made a list and my list kept growing, but I made a list. And I took that list with me to a local gun shop. And when I went to the gun shop, I just started holding everything they had that looked like it might fit in the category of something I could carry. And I quickly learned that it's a very, very personal thing. It's kind of like, how spicy do you like your food? It's very personal. I may not consider it very spicy and it may burn your mouth off. 
So I started holding everything. What you will find is in the grip itself is that maybe it's too deep, maybe it's too wide, maybe it's too short, maybe it's too long. Once you start finding things that feel good in your hand, then you start moving on to where does the trigger fit in to where your first finger, your pointer finger, how easily can you reach that trigger? Now, ultimately, you want the trigger, you want to press the trigger with the fat little first part in front of your first knuckle on your pointer finger. So just the pad of your finger. And so if you have to reach or if that trigger is really, really close, that's really gonna mess with your grip and your aim and your accuracy. So those are very important things to consider. So my short list included a lot of different brands and a couple of different models within a few of the brands. So instead of you having to go out and find that, I'm gonna provide it right here for you. So um, in the Glock category, which is what a lot of law enforcement carries, um, I looked at the 17, the 19, the 22, the 43, and the 43X, which is just a little bit bigger version of the 43. Glocks are known for being extremely hardy. If you drop them in water and mud, they're supposed to still fire. There's all kinds of funny YouTube videos out there about it. Um, so Glocks are very good and very reliable. They typically have a chunkier grip. Another one that is excellent is a Smith & Wesson. They have a super friendly firearm called the Shield EZ, and it comes in the 380 and the 9mm. They are supposed to be extremely easy to rack the slide and to fire. Um, they're very, it's a great size to conceal, and um, it's just a good, solid firearm. The next one on the list is the Sig Sauer brand. They have a couple of different ones that are very, very popular. There is a P238 and its sister, the 938, so the 380 and the 9mm in that version. Then we also have the P365, which is also a 9mm. Those are kind of, those are your three upper level brands. Then you're going to get into a Ruger EC9, a Taurus, and a Kimber Micro 9. Um, a couple of these brands come in all kinds of wild colors and that kind of thing. Don't, don't be swayed because of the color and be ready to spend a little bit of money. And then not only are you going to need the firearm, but you're gonna need stuff to go with the firearm. When you get 
the feeling of a few different firearms, you need to shoot them. Because it doesn't matter what anybody tells you, it doesn't matter what you know, you're going to figure out what's comfortable for you. So here's a, here's a quick brief on my background. My dad had guns when I was little. We used to go shoot pop cans off a fence post, but dad never taught us much other than how to aim and how to not point it at people and how to pull the trigger. So this has been over 30 years ago. So I basically started from scratch. Now I found um, the gun range that would rent guns. And I had my shorter, shorter short list of what felt good in my hand. And I went and rented those guns and they helped me. They didn't just say, here's your ammo, here's your gun, go fire it. Good luck to you. They were very, very nice. They helped me and I shot five rounds through a couple of different guns and quickly made my list even shorter. And so there's something called recoil. And that is when a semi-automatic fires, the very top of the gun slides forward and slides back. And when it does that, it ejects the spent casing out the side or the top, but it's the recoil of the bullet getting pushed out, kind of like if you put a spit wad through a straw, right? You, you blow that bullet out the front, but something has to come back. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. We all learned that in grade school. So when the bullet gets pushed out the front, the gun kicks backwards. That's called the recoil. So you're going to learn quickly when you start firing some of these guns that the recoil is very, very different. Um, it's different between caliber, it's different between brand, and you just have to see what's comfortable for you. So I fired a few guns, and the one gun that really, really felt good in my hand, this particular gun range didn't have, so I drove a couple of hours to a gun range that had one. And I fired my top couple of favorites from the first stop, and added in this new firearm. And lo and behold, that ended up being the one that I preferred. Now that I've gotten more comfortable and I've done a lot of training and that kind of thing, I would be much more comfortable again with something that was a little bit bigger than what I bought. Um, but I have become extremely accurate and handy with my very tiny gun, even though I have very, very large hands. So feel it, fire it, make sure it fits your hand, make sure that when you hold it, there's a straight line from the barrel of that gun through the U shape at the base of your thumb, through your wrist and your elbow. If you have to turn your hand to reach the trigger, that grip does not fit you. So that is the very basics and the quick version of how to choose a correct firearm to carry for yourself. Now, if you're going to purse carry or bag carry, 
There's a couple of other um, factors you need to look at. Because if you're going to purse or bag carry, there's a really, really good chance that you're going to have to fire that gun through whatever bag you're carrying. So you either need to make sure that your bag has room for your firearm for the slide to go backwards and forwards, or you need to carry a revolver that doesn't need any room but for the cylinder to go around in a circle. So that's just a little quick blurb about bag or purse carry. Uh, good luck. Go hold everything. Be like Goldilocks. This one's too soft. This one's too hard. Check them out. Go fire them. And then the next step is coming in the next episode.